Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This week on Thinker Girl, the podcast. Hi, it's Lauren Shuttleworth from Words With Heart, and here's a preview of what's coming up. How do we best deal with catcalling and uh, harassment from men in the street? You just have time to like put your finger up at them. Like, that's really all I have time for. The Thinker Girls. Hello. Hold up. Hello. Hi. The Thinker Girls. Thanks for <laughs> joining our show. Hello. Hello. Hey, guys. Hi. Hello. Oh, hi, girls. (laughs) The Thinker Girls. All the thoughts you're thinking but not saying. You're listening to Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June. And Christy Mercer. Hello. Hi. Welcome on over. (laughs) Bonjour. Welcome to our lounge room. Do you know that? Take a seat on the couch. What are you drinking? Cup of tea? I'd love a cup of tea right now. Yeah, I'm almost ready for a red wine. It's kind of when, you know, when it gets to that point midweek, when you just, oh, yeah, I, I need it to feel like the weekend a bit. You really want one. Yeah. Especially because you've got those new fancy wine glasses. Yeah, how'd you know about that? What do you Because I was around at your place the other week. Oh, well, they're not that new. You just haven't seen them. Oh, yeah. Well, they're new to me. Yeah. Sometimes that's even more of an incentive, well, you, don't you think? Look at your face. You're like, they're really not. Like, you're like, wow. Oh, I think that shit's exciting. Is it the, um, the stemless it's ones? It's the stemless. Because yeah. when I first got them, I'm like, oh. You know what they do, though? They encourage wine drinking. Mm. Like, because they're stemless. It's, you know, footloose and fancy free. Just having a glass of stemless wines, like, bloody not the same as having a big glass of wine with a big stem, is it? But I love it. Because you feel more, you know, kind of honcho relaxo because you can like sit on the floor and have your wine next to you on the floor without any risk of it falling over. I think there's something nice. I've found that place as well with wine, alcohol and like this, you know, I don't booze up and go out as much anymore. Mm. I'll still have my nights out. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's in me. Yeah. But you kind of then start to enjoy just a glass. You really enjoy it. Yeah. And you have a night, you know, it's not this big, fancy, big deal where you're smashing it with stems. You can just have stemless. I'm not kind of there yet yet but no. we're working on it yeah we are it's a day by day <laughs> it truly is yeah it is yeah um but we are excited to welcome this particular guest um in 2014 this particular chick founded words with heart now it's an eco-friendly stationary social enterprise that funds women and girls education programs this particular chick so we're told and she can tell us in a second is really, really passionate about, I don't know, just empowering women and chicks and making sure that everybody can get the education they want and is doing it in a good way. And that person is Lauren Shuttleworth. Hey, Lauren. I was about to call you Loz. (laughs) I just go, it's like the Aussie nickname thing straight up. Is the go-to. Yep. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. It's so great to chat to you guys. Oh, thanks for coming by. I'm we're thrilled. We're glad you because you you are actually doing something very very important with your time. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, um, thank you for the lovely intro. So, yeah. So, I set up uh, Words with Heart eighteen months ago now. So, um, so we're a social enterprise. So, I don't know if uh, how many of your guests would be across that as a concept, but it's kind of like a mix between a charity and a business. So, we run like typical girl boss business um, for profit, but we, we push our profits to fund education projects for women and girls in the developing world. So, um, What kind of stationery st- stuff can you buy? Yeah, so we do um, kind of your typical notebooks, journals, 
um, a lot of you kind of pretty Ooh, I want nice some to have. Stuff. We love that shit. Yeah, I know it's like an addiction. Um, but we also do business stationery. So like we work with um, like big corporates and uh, and like like startup businesses, and we do all their business cards and all you know, everything that they need printing wise, and um, that funds the education projects from there. Lauren, so. you said you started this eighteen months ago. I mean. We, we'd love to be able to talk to you about it for, for hours because I'm sure it's a, a, quite a big, inspiring and story. wordswithheart.com is where you can find it. But, I mean, how does how does somebody that is, I don't know, relatively young kind of wake up one day and go, this is what I'm going to do and this is how I'm going to do it? It's obviously been a bit of a journey yeah, and a process to first, get there. The stationery or the charity? <laughs> oh, the charity. It's actually um, an interesting story for me because I before I started the – um, social enterprise was part. I, I did about other entrepreneurial stuff. I um, had an e-commerce business in fashion and jewelry. But it was when uh, my mum passed away really suddenly a couple of years ago that it really made me think, am I really feeling satisfied? Like, am I really inspired by the work that I'm doing? And I, I took a volunteer trip overseas. So I kind of um, went overseas for three months. And by that time, I was at a school in Kenya. And that's when kind of really opened my eyes up to the issue of education for girls and there's something like 60 million girls across the world right now out of school and mm. um, I saw firsthand like this really smart sassy girl in my class Esther who um was gonna have to drop out of school because the orphanage where she lived couldn't pay a school fees and I was mm. like this is crap uh, and how different crazy. to what yeah. we have like yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. I mean I think of my education even like small or big big bits of education just being able to read like how important that is um and these girls it's don't so hard to that. relay that to kids it would have been to me too about how education you just take it for granted yeah, that so you go to school you have to go to school then that's it and there's you know so many people that just don't get that yeah yeah exactly I mean I think because it's hard we you know when you have these privileges every day it's hard to pull yourself yeah, out of it's true the context you know we talk about like personal problems and it's so true like I was complaining this morning about um you know simple things about like posting post office stuff <laughs> so trivial compared to and traffic you know, and yeah, like that. yeah it's yeah, true traffic and waiting in line for coffee and stuff like that but um but yeah so uh, it was that experience like being at the, the uh, school and seeing all of that firsthand I came back and thought I just want to do something that inspires me and that I feel is still um going to be a great business and and you know um uh, sort of fulfill me career-wise but also give back in this way that's really meaningful to me and um and yeah so I kind of stumbled across social enterprises this great concept and jumped in good on you Lauren it's so nice Mm. that um something so beautiful and so powerful has come out of you know the passing of your mum too that's really nice thank you yeah I think sometimes it's um interesting yeah yeah and it's I think everyone has things like that in life it's either you might lose a loved one or Something really challenging happens, and and in those moments, as horrible as they are, there there are silver linings to be found. I think you can um, change for as a person sometimes in a, a way that's um, very powerful and impactful. And um, yeah, it's challenging, but it's um, yeah. yeah I don't know what the happen. actual saying is, but it's not so much always the life moments, but it's the defining kind of steps after. I think yeah. is like you know, of, yeah. of what you kind of do and how you deal with things. It is really a way to find out someone's character. Yeah. It's not about the stuff that's happened to them. It's about how mm. they then the move forward yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree completely. It's um, uh, very true. Yeah. If you haven't listened to the show before and you've found us, 
um, recently, or you may have even found us through Lauren. Hello. Hi. Um, we are two radio chicks that talk thoughts you're thinking but not saying on this show. And we'll each bring a gem to the table this week, as we do every week, um, to kind of just go through what's on our mind and we might not have said it out loud. We'll do a contents, but before that, if you do want to check out any of the other episodes with amazing, incredible women, like two over two years worth of different conversations weekly that we've had with all different Australian personalities and people like yourself, Lauren, with incredible stories of their startups. You can head to thethinkergirls.com.au or search Thinkergirl the podcast on iTunes. So housekeeping done. Um, but let's do a contents. Let's let everyone know what they're in for for the next kind of halfer um, and, and have a bit of a chat in a headline of kind of what we want to bring. I um, want to talk about the weather mm. and I know that sounds really boring, <laughs> but I think with seasons and, and uh, you know, that kind of taking it back to universe, taking it back to to the earth as much as it sounds ridiculous, we ignore, I guess, what happens to us in our bodies and what our instincts and cravings are when the seasons come up. And winter, I think, is definitely one that we fight against. And mm. I just want to talk a bit about that and, and how it can really affect your mood, but I don't think we necessarily think, should think of it as mm. a bad thing. Mm. Um, Lauren, do you want to give us a headline of what you want to bring today? Yeah, so I want to bring um, a, a bit of a conversation about catcalling. So how do we best deal with catcalling and uh, harassment from men in the street? You know, especially when sometimes it can be scary, sometimes it can be... Um, it can really annoy you and make you angry, but also, you know, you don't want to make yourself more of a target or, or yeah. risk your safety. So just, I've been thinking about that. That's mm, an interesting love one. Love it. Love that. Um, and I want to cover the fact that I'm now officially a lube convert. Oh. Bring on the lubrication <laughs> in the bedroom. It is the best. I mean, I'm not going to say that I use it like every second day, but I, I just to, wasn't so against it. I like was you. so against it. I used to hate it so much. But mm. yeah, I've really done a 360 on myself. All right, Lauren, Loz, Ms. Shutterworth, <laughs> you are our guest. You can kick it off. And oh, yeah, Great. Philip the Duck comes on, right? He's our alarm um, for anybody, for yourself and anyone that hasn't listened to the show before, um, where he'll come on and just let us know time's up. We've got to move on. Just Perfect. so you don't okay. freak out. Well, we like, didn't explain that the last uh, one of the last few times we, we recorded, and then the poor the poor person we were talking to thought that there was a duck like around her that was interrupting, so didn't say anything. And then she thought she might have had a stroke. So <laughs> Just we definitely out. don't want people to feel that way. So okay, here's, glad you Yeah, great. Yeah, great. So um, with the cat calling, so I've just. Our office has just moved recently, so I'm finding I'm walking a lot more than I had before, and um, I guess where I live in Brisbane, it's maybe a bit more of a city area, and for some reason, I find that I'm experiencing way more catcalling from men on the street. Like mm. it's probably every second day that I'll you, at least. Are you going past yes. more building sites or something? Because I feel like when there's yeah. more males compacted in one place, that shit kind of happens more. I don't think that happens anymore. I think people just do it in their cars. Oh no, I yeah. reckon the building well, site thing still does happen. Yeah, but I don't think I, it's yeah. exclusive to that. Mm. I don't know. I haven't noticed like particularly a lot more builders around, but um, I think sometimes yeah, it's the car thing. So like maybe the traffic, like there's the men that yell out, but then there's men that sometimes you pass on the street because sometimes the streets I'm walking are not that busy, and they'll just lean in and say something to you, or you know it can kind of be a bit more creepy like that, or they'll yell at 
something at you from like across the street. Um, so yeah, just and groups of men maybe as well as men on their own. It's such a mix. Um, but I'm, because being you know a feminist and my work is so focused on empowering women, I feel this complete desire to kind of call men out on it and you know be angry. But also you know sometimes it happens at night or you know when I'm by myself and I don't want to risk my safety or I'm just unsure about how well, to Well, it never will be worth your safety it. activism. No. Like, never. Exactly, but, exactly. But it, so give us, give us an example of what you're doing to call them out, say, during the day when you do feel it's safe because I think that's an interesting point. My cousin studies gender studies. She's as ballsy as they fucking come. Again, I hate the word ballsy. <laughs> we tried to get titsy happening for a while, but it didn't stick. Oh, no, it stuck for a week and yeah, then, then it moved went. on. Um, but yeah. she she's just got fucking dash and she's very smart and very funny. But she's even said to me, there's sometimes where she just doesn't have the energy to pick every single fucking mofo up that's, you know, making her feel yeah. uncomfortable. So I'm interested to hear how you do it. Yeah, sometimes it happens so quick that you, it kind of surprises you too. Yeah. Like, what's, what's I reckon, yeah, you're right. Sometimes there's that moment where you go, oh, I should have said something and then they're 5Ks <laughs> down the road. Yeah, yeah, you're like, can you come back? Let me just have a go at you. Um, <laughs> I mean, sometimes it's like they'll drive past. It's, you just have time to like put your finger up at them. Like that's really all I have time for. Oh, so you um, give them the bird. That's the best. Yeah, I do. I do. It's oh, like my God. Oh, why have I not thought about this? <laughs> I've never so done that. I, I've never done that either. Like, I don't think I've done. I'm doing it now, the bird. Like I feel like. Yeah. Oh, I just have not used that in a while. What I, is that bird? Your bird is so soft. Get it right up there. Because I don't, I'm not, I just am not aggressive like that. Like I, I kind of go to do it and I, it almost feels oh. harsh. Yeah, I know what you mean because it's not something I would do in any other context. But that's but. right. I think I forgot that that's a possibility. Like mm. I've got that as a tool right in the middle finger there okay, and yeah. didn't even remember. Universally understood. Yeah, I think I think that's a good one to go with. Um, but sometimes if I get a chance, so if it was a guy the other day that walked past me, I have my earphones in a lot of the time too, but it doesn't really seem to make a difference um, to people saying something or men saying something. But um, he walked past and like leaned into me and said something really, I kind of was not really sexual and aggressive. And, to um, your and ear. I, Yuck, really. Yeah, yeah. And I just, I think I, my reaction to him was like, excuse me? And I said, would you say that to your sister? Like, could you say that to your mother or your sister? And Did you say like, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of the initial thing. It was so disgusting. How did and he so, react? How did he react to that, Lauren? I, oh, he just like kind of smiled like, and kind of a like ha-ha kind of smile yeah. and then kept walking because we were walking in opposite directions. But uh, I think it was just so – I think I don't know if he really pulled him back into context that much um, or maybe afterwards he had time to think about it. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I find that way more intimidating than someone yelling it out from a car. Well, that's because like, it is. Although oh, the yelling... In your personal yeah, space. that's intense. It's harassment. It's an interesting one because yeah. on this very podcast, I had spoken about how I got a bit of a kick out of wolf whistling and I was really confronted to admit it, but I would be lying if mm. I said that when I got some attention because I leave the house and I dress nice for myself. It's not necessarily for everybody else, but I'm single and I like to flirt. So I, and I, I'm often craving flirting because it doesn't happen anymore. Mm. You have to meet people on social or, you know, you get set up on a date and that part's so fucking awkward that funnily enough I find myself meeting people still when I'm out and mm. about because I think that's what I want so I attract it but it's happening few and far between so I feel like there's sometimes that starveness of you going and kind of having an eye with someone or if someone's kind of checking you out in their car it doesn't it for a bit there I was kind of like mm, 
it's some it, the example you used is fucked. That's not flirting. It's not the no. same. And yeah, even yeah. the wolf whistling thing isn't flirting. No. Like I'm not saying that it is. But I am going to say that there's a part of you, well, for me, and I don't know about you, Lauren, or even you, Chrissy, where there's yeah. sometimes where you've kind of get that, I guess, um, that check like that, that somebody's given you that that boost, even if it's kind of fucked up. Well, it's certainly like yeah. a bit of a self kind of validation thing I get. And yeah. I, I get that a little bit. I completely agree where you go, oh, yeah, well, although you're like, that's fucking gross, depending yeah. on what they yelled out. Or, yeah, I think and it depends on the yeah, level, I think. Yeah, I think. But if it's just a simple like woo woo, like a bit of a whistle, you're like, oh, the, I I initially go, that's fucking gross. But then there is something in the back of my mind that's semi like, I still got it. Yeah, it's yeah. exactly yeah, yeah. like that. But I think I've come around, and it's not something I don't know lately that I've been enjoying. I, I when I did that show, and, and I said this to you the other day, I was like, yeah, I yeah, it was weird that I said that, and I might go back. Who freaking knows? But I think that there is also a fine line of. I don't know. You can catch, of course, if you're feeling uncomfortable, especially like your example, Lauren, there is never, ever, and I'm really got to make this very clear, there's never any excuse for someone to make you feel shit or to treat you like a piece of fucking meat or to make you feel like they've got a right to say something about your appearance because you're a woman and they're a man. That is not okay. But one thing I do, I have noticed is that, more and more are we all finding it hard to talk to each other when it comes to flirting or giving each other attention from the opposite sex. And I just sometimes worry that there is also this this kind of dialogue that isn't being had. Mm-hmm. We're having the dialogue of fixing this stuff because it's behaviour that needs to be fixed. But we're not having the dialogue of how to then have guys to approach, approach you in a, or in to a, real, the right yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that part is missed. And therefore, we're left with two sides of the room again. Guys over there, girls over there. Where do you stand on this, Lauren? Is there any part of you that goes with that? Yeah, I actually, there's part of it that I like or that I enjoy. Or oh yeah, um, I think you have to be honest about it. Um, there's no point kind of going down the feminist one avenue, like kind of way You're lying to yourself. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you have to. That's the great thing. Like as women, we have to be able to have these conversations very honestly. I think there is a part in me that kind of finds a bit of validation in a little bit of a, like the smallest part that also feels completely disgusted. But I don't know if that's just because I've been trained um, by the media, by, you know, society, by Culture, men yeah, yeah. To, to take it as a compliment. I and completely so, agree with you. And yeah. that's where I think I've shifted a bit. I kind of have come around and, and more and more reading that I've done over the past year, more evolved in my views and, and, and where things come from. I almost refuse to be a fucking puppet to what society has enforced on us. It is weird when you think about what would my reaction be if you stripped all of that away? Would it still be the same? Well, if you didn't need anybody, Mm. you weren't Mm. fed that anybody should think anything of you, then no, you wouldn't feel good about it. You'd feel good about actual just normal interaction of someone being nice or saying you that, you know, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like just proper actual compliments or things that weren't based around a man being able to talk about your appearance. When I go for walks with my mum, I've actually just thought of this. Um, When I go for walks with mum, she said to me a few times actually – I really like going with walks for you because with you because people always like beep us. Mm. She actually was like, "That never happens to me when I'm my, when I'm on my own." So as somebody that doesn't get it, and then when it happens, she enjoys it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe when you're together as well, there's like an extra sense of 
security when you're on your own. Not that it's ever, ever Where okay, guys do it. Yeah, yeah, like a group yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's, there's definitely something more, yeah, sort of creepy yeah. about it when you're by yourself. Yeah, if you yeah. do break it down and go, well, why, if we do enjoy it, then why do we and, and how wrong that is, then it actually makes it not as appealing at all. Reckon the thinker girls are oversharers. Wait till you see them on Snapchat. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on a sec. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on. Can I just put a bra on first? See what goes down behind the scenes. Follow the Thinker Girls on Snapchat. I want to go from wolf whistling to lube because I am <laughs> officially a lube convert. And I think this is this is interesting for me because up until like literally, I don't know, three weeks ago, I was like staunchly against lube because I've kind of, I kind of had had a little bit of a crack before. Like, and where are you using lube? Like for longevity? Like what's the situation where no, you tried it in the past? We just tried it having sex. Like my boyfriend, I think, well, I think just, the so you only just time. Start to have sex and then you'd go to lube straight up. Yep. I thought it was. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com used for like obviously your backside but then also for me it was like when I've been going on long sessions. No, I just thought it was just for general lubrication. You just had it when you had sex. But then sex. it's like really messy. Yeah, well I didn't know what it was or what it was really used for. I think it was years ago when um, my partner and I were away on a holiday and you know what it's like sometimes the only time we've ever been to a sex shop before is like when you're on a holiday because you're a bit like oh this is a bit yeah. this is a bit fun, a bit naughty and we're kind of away, whatever. So we went into a sex shop and that's where we bought it and and it was this same tube of lube that had kind of like stuck around for years. It's probably expired. <laughs> probably. And I don't fucking know what kind of lube it was, whether it was like oil-based or water-based, because we spoke about it on the radio show when Dr. Nikki Goldstein, who's a sexologist, when I was like, I hate lube, it stains your sheets, it's messy. And she was like, well, what type are you using? I was like, I don't know. It was just someone I bought on the Gold Coast when I was 19. Like, Yeah, she said still, you have to use water-based. You have to use water-based because... I was devo because I'd ruined a good set of Sheridan sheets. I was like, oh, this is messed up. These cost me $300. And I was so against it. And then when she came in and she was kind of talking about it on our radio show, Lauren, she was like, you know, just give it a try. And I thought, you know what? I, I will actually give this a try. And then she gave me a tube of the brandy's wet stuff and it smells and tastes like salted caramel. It's freaking oh, wow. amazing. Well, she made no, us taste it. Yeah, she made us taste it on air. 
Um, and she's actually gone and put um, a list together. You can check it out. Scroll down our Instagram page. But um, there's her kind of top lube finds. But this one, it really did taste like like topping of something. So the thing is when you have – and when you use it when you're having sex, if you like walk out to have a wee afterwards or you go back into the room, I don't know, to open the shutters up, it, the whole room smells like caramel, this yeah, beautiful salted that. caramel. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it's so nice and I think – I don't know. I, I was going to say maybe it was not so much the lube. Maybe it was the process of trying something new. But I don't think it was. I think it was maybe bits of both. I mean, A, it, I don't know whether you're single or in a relationship, whatever, when there's something new that's introduced, even if it's, you know. It's fun. It's doing something little. Mm. It's Yeah, it spices it up. And it certainly was a bit of a fun thing where it was like, oh, you know, like how do we so use where, it? Or this so, smells yeah, funny. So or, where do you integrate it? Because I'm just trying to break it down for people that really don't haven't used it. So we, this is like, so, so you're single, yeah, Loz? I am, yes. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't use lube for a long time and it's actually making me think maybe, I wouldn't mind some Get on board because lube, well, you should get this caramel one. Lube technology yeah. has come a very long well, way, Loz. I think, I, think, I think you've come round, mate. <laughs> I think the technology was a long time ago. Okay, so <laughs> this is the way that we used it. So we, I think we were kissing, maybe it had foreplay or something. Yeah, I think there was a bit of foreplay going on and then pulled it out. So, so were you we getting before, up and going, wait, let me get yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right. It was by the bedside and yeah, we were yeah. kind of like, oh, this will be fun to try. So knew that we were going to use it, but we, uh, we'd... We, I put it basically on his, on my boyfriend's dick. Okay, yeah. So it was kind of like, oh, it was kind of exciting. He's like, it's cold. And then I started kind of like massaging it into his dick, kind uh-huh. of like well, uh, essentially giving idea. him a bit of a hand yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh my God, as somebody that is so used to years worth of actually using spit, like I would actually just go and spit in my hand. Yeah, <laughs> to do yeah. a hand job? Yeah, to do a handy. Yeah. I don't know. Is that is that not normal? I don't usually what? lubricate the hand job. Oh, but, I always do. But yeah, no. look, I'm happy to try that. I think it depends too whether they're circumcised or uncircumcised. Especially if you've got an if you've got a circumcised penis, I think there needs to be a bit of spit or a bit of Why? lube or something because it's dry. It's because they're like at least if they're uncircumcised, the skin is moving around yeah. with your hand. Yeah, but yeah, if yeah, it's yeah, circumcised, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. nothing there. Yep, 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 and yep, I yep. think sometimes the depending on whether circumcised or uncircumcised, <laughs> it depends. Oh uh, my god! Thank God you found the lube thing because that spit was just like <laughs> foreplay gone would, for me. I would honestly, I found sometimes it was kind of a bit hot. Like I would actually go like straight on his dick. I saw it in yeah. a porno once. Oh honestly, my I, god! I saw it in a porno once. You spat. On him. I spat on his dick. <laughs> no, like this was a regular occurrence. Really? I'm serious. Oh my god! I'm actually fascinating. <laughs> wow. Or <laughs> like spit on my fingers as I'm touching myself, like as we're having sex. Yes, that right. was just like, yep. you know what? It's like when you do something for so long and you never even tell it's anyone. Your, you and think it's your it's trick. No it's mine. Well, no, mate. It's like a real, real, real girl you're playing there. Like that does not sound like you. Like. Normally, which is great. So anyway, lube, so put the so the lube is essentially on his dick. I wasn't. I don't know if there's like a right or wrong way to use it, but I wasn't getting it and putting it on my own vagina. It was on his penis. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So then you start. Which having, I think a lot of girls would think that's what you do. Oh because no, that'd a lot be, of girls would uh, think lube's there for your mm. you being dry. So it's just a good. So thing it was to on about. his, and even just giving a hand job, how different it feels! Like mm. it's so much easier, yeah. And it slips around, and it's a little bit fun. And then, as you, as we were having sex, it it almost like heightens things, and we kept adding it. So then, 
as oh you God. as you're going. They've used half. Honestly, the <laughs> we we probably use maybe you were just not on half. A sugar high? No, legit. <laughs> and then I. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And then it would, you know, as you're kind of going in the friction, whatever, it not dries up, but it gets less slippery. We would keep adding it. So he would pull out and I'd, you know, put a little dollop on the end again. And then it was just the best. And then normally, like, oh, like don't even talk about anal. Like, it made it so much easier. Uh-huh. Because before... I'd never, well, I'd never use lube when I, when we'd had anal I, before. This is a whole <laughs> new wow. conversation. Oh my God, Lauren. Chrissy wow. admitted to this on air. Yeah. I did not see that going mm. there. I was like, so tell us how you used it. And she mm. was like, well, you know, just going all different doors. And yeah. I was like, front door, wow. back door. I'm, Hello. I'm, like, no, no lube. Like, yeah, really no, high. Lots of. <laughs> How Lots far is the penis going in there? Lots of spit. It is it just like a tip? No, nah, like... it wasn't whole dick. It was sometimes was it was just say, a tip. Maybe just the, just the that head. That is like, you've that's got like a gay man material. You really eat, <laughs> you eat, like ease it in. It's not just getting shoved up there like with a vagina. Oh, well, of course, we all have an asshole. We know that's not happening. Because you know sometimes. For pleasure. Because you know sometimes like if you've got like a, I don't know, if a guy or a girl is use, using their finger back there. Of course. Just around like, yeah. just around yeah. the outside. That's Very, how it, well, that's how it kind of started where it was just around the outside. Yeah. And then as you get, I don't know, it's almost like as you get more turned on and more turned on, Mate, you can take it more we and all more. know. Yeah. We all, well, the more and more thing I think is well, subjective. Yeah. I, I have gone full dick without lube though back there. <laughs> this is my point. I've been around there plenty of times. I get a lot of enjoyment about it. Yeah. No full dick. No, wow. no, no, no. Can't, can't, can't. Maybe now with my new breathing techniques. You could. But yeah. there's no way I'm doing that with some random. It's so funny. when has to be when, mega love. When the dick is lubed up, it's <laughs> hilarious. You can go like from the like from the front hole and just slips right in it's the back. Bit, it's like. To be honest, it scares me a bit because you get a shock. Because it's what slips in easier. Yeah. yeah. I remember the first time I tried it with lube and I was like, <gasps> like almost yeah. took my breath away because I was yeah. like, fuck, that's almost dangerous. It goes way it goes in, in there. It goes way in there. Yeah. You're like balls deep in a moment. You're yeah, like, oh, it's you- a bit scary. <laughs> I actually taken back to the first time I was like, whoa. And then yeah. I felt like it was coming out of my mouth. Yeah. It like touches <laughs> your inside organs. I was like, take it out. Take it out. Like, I was like, shit. But yeah, okay. <laughs> well, that's good to know. Yeah. Um, Lauren, you haven't contributed much to that conversation. <laughs> I know. There's so much going on with conversation about lube and anal sex. And great. Um, yeah, actually, I have not, like I said, I haven't really jumped in with lube for ages, but now I think I'm going to. I've okay. always thought it maybe it like distracts from, you know, like the intensity and the build up and the foreplay and, and you know, and it kind of stops you go, oh, let me just get some lube. It's kind of been more. You could well. use it when you start, though. We did it, but you could use it with foreplay. Like if you're touching him or yeah, he's touching you or you're, on, you're touching yourself. It makes it yeah. just adds like a different element, I think. I think we all I need to get – Yeah, and I think we need to think of that stuff as fun. You mm-hmm. know, I really do. I think – the more we get worried and scared and, and I've kind of been in a point where I'm trying to figure out how I incorporate that with casual sex because mm. you know what I mean? Like it's a bit mm. easy. Well, it's probably not easier with partners because you do get stuck in a rhythm. So when yeah. you're doing something different, it's a big deal. So I'm not going to say that it is easier or harder, but they're very different challenges where I sometimes think as the single girl, I'm like, is he going to think I'm a sex maniac because I've got toys or bits yeah. and pieces yeah. to play with, yeah. which is just yeah. bullshit. But I you, I think both ways, relationship or not, you've got to kind of push through and just be light totally. and fun about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's not always easy. It, yeah, that's a good yeah, point. As, What's that? Yeah, just own it. Just, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think as a woman, like just embracing your sexuality and being okay with it, being comfortable with it, like is 
so important and so great like once you reach that not level to be and, shy of and it. you can ask the yeah, question to too be before you whip it out that is even kind of sexy in itself like do you want do you want to use some lube or what do you think about this or like having that kind of or even I don't know before they're actually there like could it not be a conversation that's kind of brought up or you kind of have a bit of a like a cheeky yeah. laugh about before actually yeah, whipping it, it out and being like let's use this you know yeah, and I think yep. sometimes for me, even when I've kind of flirted or done things in the past, you don't follow through. You kind of think, mm. oh, that's just a flirt. You're just going to leave it at that mm. because then you kind of get shy. Push through and mm. take it the whole way. Like if you've joked about something at home yep. or you've kind of flirted through text with a guy, do it. Yeah. Follow through and do it, you yeah. know. Definitely. <coughs> Sorry, I'm having a coughing tap. <laughs> I think that sense of confidence. Oh, no. Um, that sense of confidence definitely is, is like really sexy. It's a turn on in itself. Yeah. 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 Missed anything from the Thinker Girls this week? Shame on you. <laughs> Jokes. Hit up thinkergirl.com.au. I was joking. Seriously. All right, so I'm going to change gears up a little bit. Philip and off forever ago, so this will be a short one. But uh, winter is approaching us. It, well, it's here, basically. Mm. Um, it's so intense. And it just seems to, I don't know if it's Australia or if it happens everywhere. I think it might be everywhere where it just hits you like a ton of bricks all mm. at once. You're yeah. like, okay, it's fucking cold. Yesterday yeah. it wasn't. Today yeah. it really is. Yeah, this year especially. And I always get into this thing. I've just looked back at a bit of a rhythm of mine of I'll be the happiest, be happy to go to everywhere I'm going at work, whatever. It's not like, ugh, I hate going to work. Like I'm not one of those people, thank Christ. Mm. Um, but it is a, it's just harder for me to get out of bed. Yeah. It, and that sounds like something so simple and something so universal. But what that means and what that can actually do to you for what is a good part of the quarter of your year is really detrimental to your mood and your productivity. Mm. You know, like I feel like so much happens with winter. We even spoke about, um, you know, our boss at the station said for some reason our station doesn't go as well over winter. Because people line up early, they're not listening to the radio. It really changes things and it made me have a bit of a think about my approach to winter in the past and and how I've always been, I'm, I'm a Cancerian, so my star is winter and I'm a crab. So I go into my shell, everything about me, and I'm a homebody, I'm sensitive. So if it's a bit cold, I'm going to go indoors. I'm Mm. going in and Mm. I'm going into my actual bed Mm. most of the time. I want to hang out in there. And since I've made it a non-electronic area, (laughs) I find (laughs) it's very hard to do what I want to do. So I've kept it out of of my bed just to make sure that I'm out of bed when Mm. I need to do that stuff. But I guess it did get me thinking as to why we, A, push through, you know, there's that mentality of, oh, fuck, I don't work out as much or mm. I eat more or mm. you've just got to – I just don't have that pep in my step that I usually have in other parts of the year. I've got to get it back. I've got to be better. I've got to find it. I've got to be how I am through all the different times yeah. of the year. And mm. animals aren't like that. You know, mm. we are animals too. And you look at like even just wombats, like they go underground and they're not coming out and that's what they do. When the seasons change – they as beings change. So accepting the way that you're naturally kind of built and the way and your yeah. surroundings not fighting against them. I think to some degree, but this is where it gets interesting because when I was in high school I re- or university and I was just starting to learn, I guess, my own discipline with my own schedule and making sure I got up and mm. no one was kind of telling me what to do. I reckon I, I fell into a bit of a funk. I don't know if I was depressed or if I was just – but I just, 
and I just you're just dragging, dragging then, your feet, yeah, partying yeah, yeah. And blah, 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 through yeah. the week, you know, yeah. and that's kind of teenage stuff, I guess, and and going to uni and just being fucking sleeping in and not going to class or going when you want, yeah, and that kind of mentality. Yeah. But I suppose for me. I never felt great at that time. I hated uni. Yeah. I partied mm. a lot and I would stay in my, I was in my, I had a bungalow at the back of my mum's house and I would stay in bed a lot of the time. People would come over and hop into my bed and we watch TV and I just, that whole mentality also makes me feel a bit icky because it, it takes me back to that feeling of, I don't know, just being a bit, just a bit dragging your feet because I think sometimes slumpy, you I know? think sometimes it sets you up too doesn't it like the way that you kind of start your day or whether it's hard to get out of bed or easier well your mood's like that yeah your mood yeah it does yeah. really really set you up so and I think that kind of you know seasonal depression or you know when you look at you know often you hear like dep- you know rates of depression in London because of the dreary weather is so much and higher no natural light yeah and yeah. I do think that there is you know total truth to that you know being Light's a big that, one. Yeah, the, that totally affects people. But I, I know what you mean in that. Well, of course, you're going to drag your feet and feel sluggish and feel yucky when, um, you know, you don't really want to go to uni in the first place and it's cold. And then the way that you started your day is kind of getting up and not wanting to be up mm. and hating it too. Mm. It's a funny yeah. one. But I think on the, the flip side, there is looking after both those sides because, like I said, the like the seasons change, the weather happens, people say, oh, the full moon's here or people go a bit crazy with the wind or this happens. I think I believe in that stuff. Mm. I don't think yeah, we I- can't all be connected to energy. Do you know what I mean? Like we yeah. all live here. It, we're all breathing the same mm. air. There's no way that something is happening that controls so much of our earth and we as beings aren't really responding to it. Do you reckon the same thing, Loz? you kind of on that bandwagon with yeah, Stace? I do. I think that um, sometimes when it comes to life in general, like whether it's, you know, happy, sad, like we've got these black and white aspects, like yin and yang aspects and, you know, summer, winter. And it's, you know, when it's, um, winter, you're kind of looking forward to summer. You know, you, you need that kind of balance of going. You wish it away. Yeah, like, yeah you really yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's just kind of, um, yeah, I think it's like enjoying everything that winter has. Like, you know, like the, you can go and do things like you do like bushwalking and like the little and don't, cozy and weekends away. Absolutely. And, yeah. and what I learned last year, I had no fucking cash. Like we were trying to get shit sorted and I was living in the garages we've all heard and, you know, doing all that stuff. And so I didn't really have much of a choice, Mm. but I found myself staying at home on weekends. Like Mm. I didn't really have, but I didn't hate it. I did a lot of yoga and I stayed in on Saturday nights and that has stayed with me. Mm. So it's interesting when you stop and just follow what you feel Half the time you're probably pushing yourself to go out on a Saturday night because you think it's a Saturday night. Yeah, like, it's true. And it's like winter. Yeah. You've got to get out of the house. You can't be stuck in the house. Why? Why the not? house is great. We all spend so much fucking money trying to make <laughs> our house look a certain way. Why are we all trying to leave it all the time? Do you know what I've, <laughs> do you know what I've found I enjoy since the last, probably a year and a half of living near the beach? And that's, you know, from living in the country where you kind of, I don't know, like I grew up as a kid being near being near the water and so lucky to have that. And then for a few years living in the country in regional areas and whatever, not having that. Being back for the past year and a half, I love nothing more than last weekend. It was really, really windy. It was really, really cold. And I put on two jumpers and a coat and just we walked down to the beach and just mm. watched the surfers. Mm. And I'm like, you get that kind of stingy red cheeks and like a really cold nose and ears. And it's kind of nice. I kind I of think, liked yeah, it. And I don't I don't even think it's just about the ocean. I think it's outdoors. Yeah. So I think there is the flip side. You hibernate, but again, you know, 
like like don't be afraid of the cold. I think it's yeah. kind of what you said, Lauren. Like summer is this way to be, and then winter is this dark hole. Like. You're right. Like it is all those things. I'm going away for my annual girls trip, which I've spoken about on the show, and we just are all happily cold. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like we do activities yeah. that are cold, and it's just the best. Like Victoria's fucking freezing. Of course, mm. you're gonna have to be cold. <laughs> I don't know why everyone pretends that it's yeah. not. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think yeah, sometimes I it, I think. when mm. you got that cold chill, and then you come back inside, it's nice because you feel like even more so that you've done something. You've will, done stuff. More I will than summer. say, as a person that does kind of get very affected and is sensitive to those moods though one thing I have noticed is natural light helps mm. so if you do feel yeah, a bit definitely. down and you do need to get up or get moving you can stay you know in bed on a Sunday all day if you want but there are times where you do need to again like you guys said start the day a bit differently mm. natural light's a big one mm. I mean I actually was living in a garage so I was like no light I didn't <laughs> have a window so that played a bit of a part where I was like I'm going stir crazy in here. But one thing about the country was it was away when I lived in the country away from the beach. Yeah. You still got up in the morning. It was fucking freezing. But you'd walk out and it was a blue sky. Yeah. And it's very pretty. So where you can find that stuff, I guess, helps regulate Mm. it and not hate it as much. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. You try and get a a bit of everything in there. But, yeah, don't be hating on winter. Nah. I used to get scared of it because I was single. I'd be like, I just want to hug someone. Then I just found other people to hug. Yeah. You did snuggle weather. Yeah, just sit on the couch with a friend. Like, it doesn't have to, you (laughs) know what I mean? Like, don't be so scared of shit. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, Christ. All right. That is it for us this week. Lauren, it's been really fun having a chat with you. Thank you. So good. I've loved it. I'm I'm getting, I'm going to go buy some lube now. This is great. Oh, my God. Please, can you, (laughs) can you let us know if you do? And we probably say that and no one really lets us know. So you've got to email us. Uh, I will email you. I will test it out. I'll email you. Great. Yeah. Uh, Lauren Shutterworth, um, as we said, is the founder and director of Words With Heart, doing some amazing things, you know, doing really pretty stationery for a very, very good course. Wordswithheart.com is where you can find her, and she's on Facebook as well, Words With Heart AU, and on Instagram, Words With Heart. Go and order some stuff now. Thank you so much. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks, Lauren. Thanks, Lauren. Bye. Bye. See ya. Coming up next week on Thinker Girl, the podcast. Shaving or waxing or laser. Because once it's gone, it's gone. You know, you you get a rash. I'm so lazy. I just went past that rash period until I just do not get rashes down there anymore. (laughs) Broke it in. Yeah, broke it in and it loves it. Were you eavesdropping on this conversation and want more? The girls are chitty chatting away on Facebook, Snapchat and Instagram. You can download more podcasts at thethinkergirls.com.au. 